many people they want to build a network so they they identify that which is great but then what they do is they, they print visiting cards they put a tie any event they can they go to any you know, like a workshop meetup whatever and they give their visiting cards and they try to you know like do it as you know like a, um, a business you know it becomes you know, like a kpi for them i need to meet that many people to add that many people on linkedin and everything but that's useless so mm -hmm. let's begin uh, for the people who don't know ram i mean he is uh, working with Pravek, uh, that's like the best introduction I can give for the people in India. Apart from that, he is also a professor of economics and he has been an angel investor and he has basically been trying his level best to build the startup ecosystem for India as well as for the other markets. So also like uh, Ram, if you want to add something on that, I will just I know, uh, yeah. give you a couple of minutes to introduce yourself and then I'll start with my questions. Yeah, sure. Uh, so I think few people saw me in the Pravek video uh, I did with a uh, uh, Siddharth, uh, Bagri, and uh, Daval Kula on, the, on your channel. And uh, so we are the, the three, you know, like uh, guys behind Pravig. Uh, uh, Sid is the big boss, he's the CEO. And Daval is the father, he's the, the father of the car. And I'm more managing the other side than the CXO. I have two other activities. So uh, I'm running, you know, like with Siddharth also, uh, we have, you know, like an uh, investment firm who invests in projects. Uh, so we are in JV with a French company and uh, you can see with my accent, I grew up in France. So uh, if you have any problem, challenge with my accent, just ask, I can read the chat. So just ask with that. And um, I'm a small investor also in my, myself, you know, like I, I invest in some startups, not big tickets, but I invest in some startups and uh, not, uh, not in tech, which is quite weird. I don't invest in tech. And, um, and uh, I don't teach economics at all. I teach uh, economic warfare, very different from economics. Economics is a very like a Sorry, stable yeah, science. I so uh, I graduated from the French uh, military school uh, in a part called, you know, like uh, the School of Economic Warfare. And I think one student from uh, French in Intel is there in the chat. <laughs> I saw him. Oh. <laughs> Hi, guy. Okay. And um, so, yeah. And uh, in fact, it's, it's quite an interesting, uh, I will tonight uh, talking about network, I'll use this experience of intelligence because it's, an, it's a very rare, I mean, people doing economics, there are so many guys doing it. I'm, I come from a very, very small niche and uh, people don't understand this job of uh, intelligence, uh, but things, uh, collecting data, analyzing data and operations. And the first part, collecting data, it's uh, sources. It's uh, building a network of sources. And in fact, it's, uh, it's a very, very uh, good school uh, to, you know, like uh, how to, you know, like uh, build a network. Uh, so many examples I'll, I'll take today are from there. And uh, why I'm talking about network is, uh, in fact, it's a class I'm giving to the French military school. Uh, it's four hours. So, you know, like I try to condense it, you know, like as much as possible and answer your questions. Um, but uh, I think it's a topic that... No like answers, I didn't see any book about it or any cool, you know, like YouTube video, but it's something very, very uh, important, very, uh, you know, like, uh, I mean, today it's very important. And I can get you through, you know, like few, uh, few things. I know I have some slides also, but I'll keep them for myself. But uh, why, you know, like building a network? It's the first question, in fact, you should ask yourself, like, why it's important uh, to build a network? Uh, in fact, it can help you everywhere. It can help you to get a job. If you have a startup, it can help you to, you know, like hire people. It can help you to, you know, like raise funds. 
uh, it can help you, you know, like to find partners, to negotiate better. Every time you have a challenge, if you know, like the big boss of this company or, you know, like the, the, the person who matters in this organization, uh, it can help you, you know, like uh, to, uh, yeah, to, uh, to solve almost all your problems. And uh, also it can give you intelligence in, uh, even in, if you don't, if you're not in this background, but even if you're just in business or whatever, uh, today, you know, like uh, people say, it, you know, like data is gold. Uh, knowing what happens, you know, like uh, is, uh, is, is very, very important. And it has no price. Uh, knowing what your competitors are doing, knowing, you know, like uh, where the market is going, what the, the people who are inside are thinking about it is very important. Uh, so I don't think, you know, it's something, it's just because you have a network, you matter. But if you do anything else, uh, having a good network will help for sure. Where has having a good network helped you in your life? Let's start with that example. Uh, everywhere. So first thing, you know, like like 99% of the people, I don't have a network from birth. Some people have, and good for them, it's excellent. Some people have, they have a good family, and you know, like they can get, you know, like with their parents or something, you know, like a good network. I never had this chance. I'm just a regular guy. Uh, so first, it didn't help me, you know, like before I was like 24. So I started to build a network, you know, like uh, from there. Most of the people, their first network is their school. Basically, you know, like your classmates. And, um, and something that I want to add on this particular point is uh, maybe I'm, some of you are students or whatever. Uh, people never ask themselves what is a good school. And I'm teaching in, a, you know, like in schools in a, some MBA and the French military school for like eight years now. And uh, a school is five things. Uh, one is give you knowledge. It's uh, giving you like uh, know-how, like how to do something. It's giving you a paper, a degree, and for some jobs it's important. You cannot be a lawyer or a doctor without a paper. Uh, it's giving you a framework of thought. You know, it's you know like changing your mind to see the world in a particular thing. And um, and last thing, it gives you a network. And uh, some schools, for example, what they you know like uh, they teach you is not very great, but the network is, is is cool. And for sure, like some schools like Harvard are very famous because. Uh, even if you are, you were the lowest guy, you know, like in your batch in Harvard, just to have access to network of head of states of big CEOs and everything is interesting. Um, so yeah, most of the people at their first network is the, is the, the, the school. And to answer your question, um, it helped me, you know, like uh, everywhere, every time you have a problem with the government, having a good network. I mean, so why I'm talking also is because I consider myself, it's always de debatable, but I have a good network. I can access. I mean, everyone, I have always one way to reach, you know, like a politician or a business guy or a fund or, you know, like uh, anyone I want, you know. So, uh, um, yeah, you know, like having, you know, like this kind of uh, having a network helped me uh, everywhere. And it still helps me, you know, like uh, every day. In fact, every, t every time I need uh, something, like, for example, right now I'm hiring a lot of people. So Pravec, I think, has 120 positions open. Are looking for some very specific profiles in IT. So yesterday I spent two hours calling, you know, like some guys I know who did the best IT schools there and there and ask them, so who I can do to hire people from your school. And if I call the school straight, it will never work. They tell me, no, not go to that guy. I won't name the guy, but don't go to that guy. Go to that, you know, like channels. And there is one mailing list. That's the email. You can send an email there and people read that, but they don't read the Facebook of the school or whatever. So yeah, it helps me, you know, like uh, uh, every day, yeah. I can give you one, one example also. Uh, with Siddharth, uh, who's the CEO of Pravec, we do an event every year. Uh, we bring foreign funds to India. It's the largest event in India with foreign investment firms. 
It's called Venture Capital Symposium. And we don't do it this year, but otherwise it's because of the COVID, but otherwise it's every year. So every year we, we bring 20, you know, like foreign funds. And uh, we never use them. You know, like I never ask any of these funds I brought to India to give me money for one of my companies or whatever, or to invest with me somewhere. But I have this network. If I need to leverage a foreign fund one day, I know it's one phone call and this guy came to India, had, you know, like uh, dinners. And I asked Amitabh Kant, who's the CEO of NITI you know, like he did the first, you know, like... Uh, uh, thing, uh, Sandeep Sanyal, who's the chief economist of India, came to the event to do. And uh, we had ministers, we had, you know, like, 110 uh, startups for the last editions and many Indian funds. So just by doing these events, uh, I created a hub of, you know, like, a network. And I'm identified in the network of investment. I mean, in, you know, like in France, for example, everyone knows me in the investor ecosystem. And in India, many people know me also. Um, so, yeah, it helps every day. Okay, uh, so uh, let's basically take it to the people who are joining in. And uh, the first question is I'm asking on behalf of them. So anyone who is building a startup who is basically out of college or out of school that you spoke about, because that's obviously yep. the first step to build a network. So what should be the first step for them? Let's say someone who is just thinking to build a startup or basically is there in very initial stages of building a startup. Like what do you think should be the uh, the steps for them? So the first thing uh, here, which is very important, is a network is personal. It doesn't belong to the company. Uh, if you know, like I have in Pravek, someone who has a computer, the laptop belongs to the company. His badge belongs to the company. His network belongs to himself. Uh, so there is no, you know, like uh, 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 network is not something of the startup. You don't build a network for a startup. You build a network for yourself. And that's why, some people are very high value. Sometimes you ask yourself, I know this guy in his company, he's coming late to the office, he's not very smart, he's not whatever, whatever, but he has a fantastic network. He knows everyone in the industry. And that has a huge value. You know, like it's really something as, you know, like uh, I think I, we hire, we see that like three guys a week uh, right now. It's something we ask everyone, you know, like, uh, uh, like who do you know everything? Because, you know, like uh, it's, it's always interesting for some particular jobs. Some jobs don't require that. But uh, some job is very important to know the ecosystem and to know who's doing what and everything. You will learn a lot of time. You know, it's very valuable. I prefer someone, you know, like who leaves the office, you know, like one hour before, but knows where to go, what to do and everything that's the other way around. And uh, so, yeah, first, don't think about I'm doing a start. I'm doing a startup and, uh, you know, it's a network is for your life. You know, like you start when you are 22, 23 and you will die with it, you know. Uh, so it's, you know, like uh, it's, a, it's a life journey. And uh, so I can give you some, you know, like uh, some, uh, you know, like concepts about, you know, like what is a network. So sure. first I'll tell you what not to do. Uh, many people, they want to build a network. So they, they identify that, which is great. But then what they do is they, they print visiting cards. They put a tie to any event they can. They go to any, you know, like a workshop, meetup, whatever and they give their visiting cards and they try to, you know, like do it as, you know, like a, um, a business, you know, it becomes you know, like a KPI for them. I need to meet that many people to add that many people on LinkedIn and everything, but that's useless because something to understand about network is not how many people, you know, uh, my network is, I identify, I, I mean, I think it's very strong. It's not that many people I have, I don't know, like three, four, five, I don't know, 5,000 people on LinkedIn. It's not my network. Most of them, I don't know them, you know, I have no clue who they are. 
uh, your network is so people you can call at 3am and say, you know, like, uh, I have this problem, can you help me, you know? For sure, you have different layers. Some people, you know, like, you can call them at 3am, 3, 3, 3 some people a bit less, but it's people, like, you can really ask them something and they won't start to think, what this guy gave me, what should I give him and everything. That's not a network. That's, you know, like, you talk to someone and it's a transaction. A real network is something where, you know, like, people don't think like that. So the, the first thing is not to try to go and, you know, like, do it with, you know, like, a, a mathematic approach. It's really to try to, you know, like, connect with people. It doesn't mean that they are your friends. Friends are also different, you know, like, uh, I have many friends, I never work with them. They're not part of my network, I would say. But it's something in the between. There is a part of that, you know, like, it's, it's something, you know, like, uh, human, it's social. And uh, human is, you know, like a social animal. And I think that's why not many people wrote about networks and not many people, you know, like, talk about it. It's because it's so personal and so, you know, like, uh, linked to, uh, to your personality and, uh, and everything. So that's, that's the, the, the first thing. After, I have a mental tool that I can share with you about the network. It's like a ball, you know, like it's like a ball with a lot of dots and each dot is a person. Uh, the first thing you should think is not to, to think that um, I'll give that to that person and what he will give me. If you think like this, it will never work. If you start to count the paisa, you know, like with everyone, it will never work because it's impossible to be balanced. In my life, there are guys, they helped me 10 times. I never did anything for them. Not because I don't want, because I can't. I have nothing to offer them or whatever. And there are some guys, I found them a job, I found them, I made them enter in schools, I found them, you know, like uh, funds for their company and everything, and they never did anything for me. It's fine. It will happen for everyone, you know? But globally, the more you help these network of dots and everything, the more it will give you. And I think in my life, you know, it was quite balanced, the amount of help I gave to people and the amount of help I received. But it's not per person. I cannot say that for each person. But if you're genuinely, you know, like nice, and it's not being nice, it's just like help people and the world will help you. You know, like it's just as simple as that. Uh, it works. And people talk. Maybe you don't, you don't realize, you think maybe, you know, like I helped this guy, he never did anything for me, but maybe he told someone else. And, you know, like this person say, okay, maybe this guy is reliable and it's, it's cool, you know, like, so that, that, that's, that's a good thing. And also, you're, I mean, I think, you know, like most of the people here are young, even maybe younger, younger than me. Life is long, you know, especially if you're in your business. You don't stop, you know, like uh, working at 60 years old when you're in business. I work with some guys that are 80 plus, you know. The main investor of Pravec is 82 years old, something like this. And he's, I mean, he came for the launch in, you know, like uh, December, he's taking uh, jets, everything is crazy guy. And he's 82 years old. And uh, so life is long. So if you're like 25, 30, 35, whatever, you still have 50 years in front of you. So don't, you know, like damage your network. You know, it's something very important and people have a memory. So, I mean, it's like any social group, you know, like it works on the long time, you know, like in, uh, being nice and being, you know, like helpful, not being abused also, but you know, like that's, that's very, I think, uh, I think very, uh, very important. Uh, one thing that I don't really like, and I think in India is very present, it's uh, something I call name dropping. You meet some guy sometime and they say, I know this guy, he's, you know, like the, the brother of the cousin or something or what, you know, like, 
people who want to justify a network like this, you know, like I can play that. I had dinner with president of head of states, you know, like I had this or that. I can play this game. Everyone, you can play this game, no problem. What's the value of that? You know, like the network isn't something, you know, like you put on a table and you say, look at my network and I know this, that. And there are some guys, because they have not so much value, they try to, you know, like say, I know this guy, we ask friends or whatever. I don't care. Don't, you know, like put your network on the table. I don't think it's a very smart move. And when you do that, people start to back up very, very quickly, you know, like, because, you know, it's, uh, yeah, I think, don't think it's, you know, like uh, something very, very interesting. So yeah, don't make people pay, you know, like if you meet someone and say, you know, like, can you help me get a deal with this company? The first thing you should say, it's not like, okay, give me 5%, give me 10%. I'll try to get a cut or something. Yeah, if there is a deal, you know, like you'll get something. And so many times in my life, I help some deal happen and then I never get a, a penny. But it's cool, you know, like uh, no big deal there. You know, it's a network set. So uh, that that's something, you know, important. And uh, one more advice I can give you also, it's, especially with social media right now, it's uh, be very careful with the limit with your private life and your network. Uh, I mean, I'm a bit older, so, you know, like I never had the challenge, you know, like to use, you know, like, in, I mean, when I was 17, 18, Instagram and all these things, I mean, it was not uh, around, but everything you put, you put online will be there for your life. Everything you stay online will be there for your life. So be very careful about your e-reputation, uh, what you say online, what you, you know, like uh, what you think, especially when you're 22, you know, like, because your vision of life, the vision of the world will change a lot for sure. And it, it will never stop to change. But the ratio is very, very high when you're young. And uh, yeah, you know, like it's, it's, it, can, it can sound silly, but you know, like uh, don't have, you know, like love affairs or other affairs with people, you know, like you think it will be tricky or, you know, like don't uh, fight for no reason uh, there. Don't be drunk, you know, like in professional networks or whatever. Do whatever. I mean, I'm not here for to judge your private life. You do whatever you want. But network and private life, you know, like can have some, you know, like uh, some, you know, like connection sometimes. And you need to be careful uh, of that. And uh, I can give you some examples of, you know, like uh, in one of the reverse, I mean, the French army network, uh, you know, like I'm part of it uh, for years. Uh, there is one girl I know, she cheated on a guy. I mean, it was two guys from the, uh, I would say the institutions. And uh, she cheated on the guy and this guy, everyone loved him. And uh, she got banned. And it's not something that, you know, it's, she was very good, very smart, whatever, but it just burnt her in the network. And you know, it's again, it doesn't change her mind or knowledge or whatever, but people say, no, they, they took the side of the guy and you know, like uh, they, they, they said, you know, like you're, you're not a good person and you know, like, uh, uh, so yeah, be careful with that. Sorry, yeah. So before I basically you know, ask my next question, I, I want to ask everyone, if you have any questions, you can keep uh, start sending them in the, in the comments. So the next thing actually, uh, just basically uh, adding on to what I asked last, like when we are starting and you mentioned the age frame when we are 22, 23 and when we are beginning for the first time and on the table, we cannot really bring a lot of value, right? Because yep. we are just, let's say fresh out of school or college, you know, whatever uh, people call it in their language. And we are just starting off. We are sort of struggling to basically, you know, make the ends meet, basically just to gather shit together. And at that point of time, like, what do you think, what is the kind of value that we can provide to anyone, you know, who we are trying to get into our network or what's so, the mindset? Yeah. I have a hack here. I know I developed a hack myself for this, uh, this particular, you know, like uh, problem. Um, 
when you start, most of the time you have a personal, you know, like uh, a skill. You have some skills by yourself, which is mostly your school. You know, like I'm an engineer, uh, I'm a marketing person or whatever, you know, like you have this. And the problem, you try to capitalize on that. You, get, you try to use this particular skill to grow in your own ecosystem. So basically, let's say you're a lawyer, you try to meet other lawyers and try to be the network among the lawyers. It will take 60 years to happen. It will work. You, you, will, you will succeed. You will, you will re, re, I mean, uh, go through all the steps and be, uh, you know, like a very famous lawyer known about, uh, you know, like in your industry or whatever. But it takes a lot of time because no one cares, you know? If, you, if you're just a fresher from, you know, like a law, law school, I mean, all of the guys you are talking to, you know, like did the same thing as you. So you have no value for them. But if you go and you start to hang and you know, like to meet people who are in IT, you have a value for them because they do startups. They have no clue how law works. Uh, they would be like just what you have, which is small. It's just you know, like a degree, maybe. You're just a fresher. It has a lot of value for them. Same, you, you, you know, like you graduated from, 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 from IT, for example. If you talk, you know, like with other IT guys, they have 10 years experience. They know more than you, how it works, how the industry works. They have, you know, like a knowledge about everything. It will be difficult if you stay in the same environment to bring, ex except if you're a genius, you know, like uh, you have a, a mad skill. But otherwise, I never had that. I never been you know, like a super smart person who was, you know, like 10x. I, I was a regular guy. So what you do is if you're in IT, go in uh, agriculture. They have no clue how IT works and try to give some, some value to these guys. Go in fashion, go in, you know, like other sectors. So what I say, what I say, you know, it's like, if you want to grow a network, the easiest way to do it is to grow two networks. And basically use this hack of, you know, like having, a, you know, like a, creating ladders between these two verticals. So me, for example, I use, you know, like the fact that I was uh, NRI. I grew up, you know, like from uh, four years old to 24. I was in France, so I lived 20 years in France. Uh, and, you know, like I use that, you know, like the fact that I was Indian and, you know, like uh, my, my, my family are Indian and everything to create a network with India. So it was 10 years ago. At this time, India was not very hype and everything. Uh, no, it's much more. But uh, I said, okay, you know, like uh, I'm Indian. I go there all the time. I have, you know, like all my families in India, whatever. What are you interested in? Like, what could interest you in India? And some guys told me, oh, in India, uh, I have a company in this sector, whatever. I would be interesting, interested by buying this product. I was going to India and I was talking to some guys and trying to find a connection. So write down you know, like, what people from one you know, like particular network want from the other one and try to find some connections. And after some time, you will find the connections. You'll put people in touch. They, it won't work. You do it a second time, won't work. Third time, it will work. They won't pay you or they won't help. You know, like they won't recognize what you did. But at least you start, you know, like put some, you know, like seeds in the brain of people. And you, 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 you try, you know, like you start to do, uh, to do you know, like uh, these, um, uh, these, uh, yeah, these connections between, uh, between two networks. So go where people, you know, like go where your skill at the stage it is, which is maybe for a lot of you, like fresher or junior, even that has some value. And uh, I think that's the main, you know, like problem of people, they stay in their environment. And then, you know, like for sure, it's very, very difficult to grow. And then if you grow like this, 
you can hack the system and go very, very fast. So it can be two business sectors. It can be a business with the government or institutions or the other way around. It can be between two geographies, like two countries, for example. It can be between a, a business and the army, between an NGO and, uh, you know, like a, a, a professional network, for example. Be creative. I can give you at the end some examples of things I did uh, in the past. Uh, but yeah, that's okay. just how to grow a network. Okay, so now basically coming back to the examples that you gave, uh, gave and talking about the synergies between the different networks you build. Another thing like, you know, what I have had in my mind for a while, and uh, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people also would have uh, the same doubt. When you are like, you are very limited on the resources. And when you think that, okay, this is like, all I can seek is help from others. And I cannot really help a lot of people right now because uh, of the kind of commitments that I have, because of the kind of resources that I have, or because of the time of, uh, 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 you know, the, the journey that I am in right now. So how to find a balance between, you know, building long-term networks and building, uh, let's say, people who can help you at the same time, or, you know, people who can help you in the, in the near future? Like, how do you find that balance of uh, who is helpful to you right now, who can be helpful to you, let's say, you know, in, in the longer run? I don't think it's, uh, uh, you should not try to, uh, you know, like only see the value in people, you know, like if you start what I was saying at the beginning, if you start to say, you know, like uh, this person, you know, like uh, has some value, I will hang with him, you know, like or her, uh, because in the future it can give me some value, something. Don't try to force it. There are some guys I met in my life who are like super, super high and everything. Uh, and I never got along with them. And so I don't, you know, like consider them in my network. I, I never pursue more. It's, you know, like more about the, the vibe. And um, for sure, you know, like some people can have, you can see a value, but uh, I don't think it should be the first thing you see, you know, like uh, in, in, uh, in, uh, in someone. No, but uh, for a lot of people, that is the kind of mindset, right? I mean, uh, obviously you cannot put everyone in the same bucket, but there are people when they are beginning or, or, you know, when they are just, let's say, you know, starting a startup, they are very, uh, certainly high in energy and the mindset yeah. is kind of different. And it's obviously like, you know, we are talking about the people who are getting into the professional world for the first time and they might not know, you know, how does the whole professional work, you know, professional world works that they might have to provide something in return if they are you know expecting something for, for themselves like for them so, like yeah. how do you see the mindset to be so in terms of mindset so i'm taking a particular i mean about your question i'm taking a fresher as an example i'm taking you know like someone who's very young what i'll say uh, next won't work if you're 45 but if you're very young you have one problem is you have no skills i mean the only is your school and uh, you have zero network but you have one strength, which is the same. You have nothing, so you're harmless. That means no one will see you as a competitor. I mean, someone who's, you know, like 10 years or more than you won't see you as a competitor, won't see you as a threat or anything. So be a kid. Enforce what you are, you know, like beat more. So if you go to a guy who even is, you know, like very big and everything, and go to him and say, you look, sir, or, you know, like, ma'am, I admire you. I like what you do. You did some, you know, like I wrote, I read your, uh, you wrote a book and I read this book. It was very inspiring for me, something. Can I take 10 minutes of your time uh, to, you know, like uh, I have a few questions. 
can do it on LinkedIn, you can do it at a conference, you can do it, you know, like uh, there are many ways to do it, you know. Most of the people won't say no. You know, like most of the people will say, okay, it's cool. And you know, like if you look at me, I think I will be more, you know, like keen to help someone who's like 23. And so after a conference, if I give a lecture somewhere and comes to me and say, listen, you know, like uh, I'm just a fresher. I have nothing to offer you. I have no value for you. Uh, because you are, you know, like uh, more than uh, 10 years, uh, 15 years uh, older than me, whatever. Um, but I have some questions. It's important for me. It's honest. I'll help this person. I'll help more this person who, than someone who's, you know, like uh, 40 plus and say, listen, I have a business. I need to grow my business. Okay, it's a business, you know, like I don't care much, you know, like uh, you're, you're, you're a big guy, you know, like you're fine. I can help you maybe, but I'm not sure. I'm sure I can, I can you know, like teach something smart, you know, like to someone who's 22, 23. Uh, so use that that thing, you know, like, I mean, it's really, I think it's something that not true where people are not nice and everything. Most of the people are nice. Most of the people are okay to help. And if they don't want, okay, it's fine. It's their choice, you know, like uh, maybe also myself, sometimes I'm tired after a lecture, you know, I want to go home and something. I give a conference every year, it's 10 hours, you know, like after this conference, I'm dead. But most of the people are nice, you know, like, uh, and even some very big guys, you want to imagine, you know, like maybe they'll tell you, you know, like, uh, listen, uh, I'm going to a meeting in two hours. Uh, I, I will be next to my office, you know, like waiting for a cab. I will have three minutes, come in two hours, and I'll give you three minutes. Take it, go there. Maybe for you it will take one hour, but your one hour is fine. You'll go to this guy, pitch your startup or your thing for three minutes, and then it's fine. And uh, don't expect from these guys to give you money or, you know, like give you a job or something. The first thing at this age is just, uh, you know, like go for advices. If you make him feel that guy that, you know, like if you're, he's not giving you money or something is bad, he won't be, it's not fair. Ask for advices, ask for, you know, like uh, uh, reviews or, you know, like what do you think about my startup? What do you think about my work? What do you think I should do in my career? And uh, don't follow them blindly also. Like it's not because someone is big that, you know, like what he says for you is absolutely true. You know, like you should always ask many guys and even with me, ask and if you ask me something, ask me something, but ask 10 other people for sure. Uh, but yeah, use the fact that, you know, like, don't try to oversell yourself. Don't lie. Don't say, you know, like, yeah, I'm doing that. I have a startup. No, say, I have nothing, sir. I'm just a guy. I'm just starting because most of these guys started like you. So they will see yourself, you know, like, uh, you know, like, so everyone has empathy for, for people who start. So play that card. It's fine. There is no shame at all to have that. We all went through that. We all did it. Uh, so obviously, like, you know, coming around uh, the same thing, like when we are starting up, obviously, like, you know, there are a lot of people that we look forward to, but that is around the same time that a lot of people start to look up to us, right? We are actually in that middle where we also, you know, we have some sort of, let's say, idols and we are also trying to become idols for someone. Uh, so like that might just be a little tricky or, you know, I, I don't know how to make that understand, but how to kind of, you know, find a balance between being helpful to others and seeking help from others. And I'm talking about two different set of people. I'm not talking about the same set of people who, you know, we are reaching out to for help. There is no way. I mean, people don't know each other, but in fact, the world is small. At the end, maybe if it takes five years, people, you know, like are always connected. Uh, there is this very interesting uh, data, you know, like everyone uh, is... Uh, you take two humans in the world, there are always at maximum five, six people in the middle. Someone who knows someone or someone or someone. 
a guy, you know, like uh, who's in a village on an island in a remote area in Pacific, he's had six people from Joe Biden. Only six people. Because it's all, you know, like number, it's, it's basic maths. And um, so, yeah, the world is small at the end. And especially if you, if you start to be in a geography, in a sector, and whatever, you know, like, you meet always the same people. So don't think that, you know, like, it's two different networks and they don't know. Yes, they don't know each other today, for sure, that's true. But on the long run, it's not really, uh, really true. So I don't think you should seek a balance again. I think this was my... Don't try to seek a balance. It will never be balanced. It's impossible, in fact, to, to seek that... Um, uh, people receive from some other as long as you're fair it's fine i see there are some questions about tesla will yeah, tesla survive no. yeah it's a different topic i can answer this question but it's a different topic yeah i mean we do actually have some questions there was like there were a few questions on our uh, youtube where we actually did a post about this and that okay. there was actually one very very interesting question which I think, you know, I would want you to take. And that was like, there was some person who knows a lot about you. And he said that, uh, I saw he reads a lot of Puranas and Upanishads and ancient Indian texts. <laughs> what ways does it help a person in business and mindset and knowledge? Is it just out of his curiosity or does it? So let's take that. And then by then we'll see if we have some questions, right? About what we are discussing right now. Uh, yeah, I mean, no, I mean, I'm not, you know, like uh, reading anything, you know, like for uh, a particular business or network, you know, like purpose. I think I have this book behind me. <laughs> um, but I think it's important to be uh, grounded. And uh, uh, India is a very particular country. Uh, first, it's not a nation. Uh, that, I mean, here you come back in my background, which is geopolitics. India is not a nation. Uh, France is a nation. But India is a civilization, and France is not a civilization. Um, and everything has a meaning, and you know, like we are all, what we are is you know, like uh, is not only what we are. It's you know, like a thousand years of history, and we are made from you know, like our education, our school, our connections, our friends, our network, our history, and everything. And knowing that, I think is you know, like uh, very important. And it's the case for me because, you know, like uh, I'm from Kalki, you know, so, you know, like for sure it's very, you know, like that. But if you're from a different country, I would give you the same advice. Not read, you know, like the pro you can read the Ramayana is fine, but read, you know, like what makes you, you know, like. And uh, I think the more you age, the more you understand that a lot of things in your life love you are because what your ancestors maybe did 3,000 years ago. And uh, doesn't mean that you're stuck, it's a, it's a chain, but it's very important to know like where you're from and where your civilization come from. And that, you know, like it gives you, you know, like a framework of thought and everything. Your school gives you a framework of thought, your civilization gives you one, your parents give you one, but it's one of these things. And so as much as, you know, like uh, you spend time, you know, like studying your school, you could also understand what are the strengths and the limits also, because when you have a framework, it makes you very performant to understand some stuff but also, it's, you know, like, prevent you to see some other stuff. And, uh, yeah, reading stuff, you know, like, uh, trying to be, you know, like, uh, uh, interested by everything is, is very, uh, very important, for sure. Okay. And, so, uh, and the is... Hindu literature and the Indian literature in everyone, for sure, it's, it's insane. It's, it's absolutely insane. And if you look at it, I think there is no hype right now much in the world for the Indian, you know, like, culture. 
but uh, for various reasons. Uh, but if you look in the early 20th centuries, it was the hypest, you know, like a, a thought process in the world. And this part of history is the most productive. I mean, it's where everything changed in the world. Uh, between you know, like the end of 19th century and uh, the first part of the 20th century, still after World War II. It's where we invented electricity, all science, we had two world wars, everything came from. If you look at the brightest mind of this time in the West, uh, Oppenheimer, Einstein, Schopenhauer, all these guys, Schopenhauer himself is the best book ever written by humans, he are the Puranas. And... Uh, if you look, I mean, it's the best video on, on YouTube, uh, the talk of Oppenheimer. He's the guy who made the, the, the nuclear bomb. Uh, he's, you know, like citing the guitar and everything. So these guys are this time were very, very influenced uh, by, by, these, by these texts. It's not that much, you know, like uh, people don't, are not interested because I think it's, you need to be very smart to go inside it. It's, it's a bit difficult of access, uh, but yeah. Okay, uh, so there is something written in French which I don't understand. So I hope. Ah, uh, yeah, it's people from. Uh, I, I know it's private jokes. Yeah. I saw okay. So Jhalak is asking: When you relocated back to India, was it difficult for you to build a network here after living in France for? Uh, it could have been because when I came back, uh, I came back to Mumbai, then Delhi, and uh, I have zero family here. I'm the only one from my family who lives there. Uh, I guess uh, I have two big sisters. They live in uh, one lives in Gonda and one in Varanasi, uh, and they work in they don't work in uh, companies or anything or whatever. Uh, something very different. Uh, so when I came back, I had zero network in India. So if I was starting to grow a network from scratch uh, at 24 years old, it would have been very very difficult. Uh, but what I did is I did I did what I said. I did a ladder. I didn't come to Indians to say. Hello, uh, I'm just, you know, like I moved back here uh, and um, um, what can I do? I said, no, I have an experience in France. I know a country that not many people know in India uh, with, you know, like India is a, uh, France is a great partner of India for many businesses, like it's the second largest supplier of uh, weapons for the Indian defense sector. So I started by that, in fact. And uh, I mean, there are a lot of connections between France and India. So I went to people who are working, you know, like uh, between these, uh, you know, like uh, these uh, who are interested by friends. I went to like to that and uh, I started to build a network between, you know, like uh, these two countries. And it's how I started. So, no, it was not very difficult. I think it took me, you know, like, uh, yeah, two years, maybe. And uh, the fact that I met Siddharth also helped me a lot uh, because then, you know, like we had some projects together and we were able to, you know, like, uh, uh, yeah, start them. Okay, uh, so another thing, like, you know, there is, it is basically in addition to what I was asking, and uh, you yeah. also mentioned it in, in some detail, but I sort of wanted a clarification about it or, uh, you know, so in the beginning, you mentioned that when you are building a network, it is your personal network and it is not your company's network. Right? Yeah. Uh, it is not, you are not building it for a company. But most of the time, when we are talking about entrepreneurship, we are talking about, let's say, you know, someone building, uh, starting up for the first time, or even like, you know, in, in uh, their subsequent ventures. A person is not really very different from the company. A person is not really very different from uh, from the venture or, or the startup, you know, whatever you want to call it. Because, uh, and, and that's how it is for even these big companies, you see 
one person basically becomes the face of that particular company right so in that scenario or in that situation where do you segregate or where where do you basically you know draw that line that okay this is me being personal i mean this is my personal stuff where you know i'm i'm using either using my network or uh, or and where it is like where it starts to basically interfere with the company's network or basically the company's functioning it's a very good question uh so there are two uh, types of people there one if it is if it is your company you're the founder of the company uh you're a key person of the company you're one of the shareholders of the company then you can mix your image with the company you can be the guy who runs this company for example uh it will work you know like you, you can you know, like be uh totally linked you know like merge uh with the company if you're just i mean i'm just is not something uh, bad huh? if you're someone working for the company i mean honestly maybe some people a long time ago used to work 40 years for indian labor no i mean i don't think anyone who works in you know like private right now will be there you know in 35 years i hope i would love it but you know like it's fine people change companies everything so you cannot you know like be only that you can be like the guy who's managing that in this company but you need to be more than that and here the first thing you need to understand to work on is your personal branding and yeah it's it's not very very good this level some countries you know like people are more understanding of that uh when you are you know like a young professional you you just went through two organizations that tried to make you the same one is your school the school is trying to make you a commodity it's fine you know like if you hire someone from iit you know the guy will think like this see like this work like this be like this you know if i take the guy from iim i know he will be like this like this like this like this the difference between the guy will be not that much you know like so they build that because the customer of these schools are corporates it's not the students they they create uh you know like uh people for the corporates and corporates for them is very comfortable to take guys you know like can expect from them and it's fine there is no judgment here and then the companies themselves also try to you know like make, put you in a box which is fine you know like people say yeah all the guys working in the banking sector they look the same they are they work the same everything it's true but put yourself in the mind of the guy who runs a bank you don't want someone to be so weird so particular that when the guy leaves who will you feed the gap you want people that you know you can plug and move and everything so all the you know like i would say the the big companies big it companies banks insurance governments everything they try to make you you know like the same like the, the most is the army the army is exactly that like the army is trying to make you and it's fine again if everyone in an army was thinking about himself and doing something wrong it would not work but the problem with that still is you know like how can you differentiate yourself from the guy sitting next to you and that's about it's that you know like you need to work on your personal branding and you need to have you know like if you look my example i know that the guy who dress up a bit weirdly i know the guys with the rings i know that the guy with a french accent i know that the guy not many things and something can be positive or negative whatever but people will remind me you know by my look by my you know like
and everything, uh, you try to you start to be unique, and that takes time for sure. But it's very important to work on your personal branding, and uh, that would be another topic. In fact, in my class, it's I think it's 45 minutes. I explain people how to build. We can do another, you know, like talk next time for that. But that's very important to be someone uh, not odd, not weird, but uh, a bit different. Uh, if you take fashion, for example, which fashion is very important, uh, the goal is not everyone else, but a bit differently. It means don't come with a tracks, you know, like a sports uh, wear in a bank, you know, or don't don't come with a suit in a you know like a, in an art school won't work. Wear a suit in a bank, but a bit different, with a different type of tie, some twists and everything. You will be not odd, but a bit different. And I and for everything you can be a bit uh, a bit like this. Also, something that is very important is don't do that when you're 20, because when you're 20, try to correct everything wrong in your life, in your personality. Uh, if something you know is difficult for you, you don't like it, try to work on it and you know, like overpass that, try to be outside your zone of comfort. But after, uh, I don't know, 25, 27, whatever, there are many things it will never work. If you're very bad at public speaking, you will never be. Steve Jobs was super bad. I mean, he had to, you know, like learn by heart each and every of his speeches to be able to talk. You know, it was not working. So at some point, you should ask yourself where I'm good at, where I'm bad at, and make your life in a way that it's choosing where you're good at and what where you're not good at. Like, I mean, it has no impact on your life. So me, for example, I'm good at public speaking. I'm good at giving conferences in front of 400 people. So I do it. I'm fine because it's, uh, you know, like effortless for me, but I'm very, maybe uh, very bad, you know, like, uh, you know, like uh, waking up in the morning. I'm not a guy who wakes up very early in the morning. I don't take meetings in the morning. It's fine. But if I was working in a bank, no, no, I would have to do like team buildings, meetings at uh, ATM or whatever. I, I would never be able to do that. I, I, can, I, I can't wake up at 6 a.m. Not possible. So I make myself a life where I don't wake up, you know, like uh, very early in the morning. But I see I work very late and I don't take much holidays. I work Sunday, whatever. But you can adapt your lifestyle, you know, like uh, according to who you are. And uh, yeah, that's that's something important. Okay, uh, so we actually have less than 10 minutes. and uh, I have one thing. Minutes. I have one advice if you want. Sure. Yeah, so uh, I, can, I try to do it in a few minutes. It's a, it's a trick again. So far, we talk about building a network by your sweat, by doing it, you know, like automatically. You go, you meet people, you talk, whatever. There is a way to automate it. Like in IT, you can, you know, like automate, automate something. You can sell your time, but you can also create a business that will give you money every month without doing anything. It's very possible with network. So that means that's called creating a hub. So in fact, I would recommend, my recommendation, if you're very young, do what I said before. Go meet people, call them, try to, to the first layer of your network, try to do it by yourself. But after that, create a hub. Create a tool that will, you know, like give you the capacity to have passive network coming to you. So what, it, what can you do? Do like uh, you, yourself, create a YouTube channel. Talk about something you like and you know, like it will gather people for you. Uh, write a blog, have, you know, like a page or something. Create a club. You know, like create a club of, you know, like entrepreneurs of your city of, you know, like people in tech, they are there. 
So for example, right now in uh, Praveg, uh, there is this uh, uh, person who works with us, Monica. She's uh, creating an organization uh, called, you know, like uh, uh, Ladies of Deep Tech. So, you know, like uh, there is no club for women in deep tech. It's a very, very, you know, like manly sector. I think Praveg, we are like 95% of uh, uh, men. And I mean, that's who. Yeah, you know, like we really push her to do that and she's doing it on her own and she's creating a network, you know, like uh, for women in deep tech and it's cool, you know, it's super cool. It doesn't exist in India and we are like 18% of the world and we don't have, you know, like something in deep tech and uh, you can create a chamber of commerce if you want, if your passion in life is to work with Brazil, create a chamber of commerce. Oh, maybe there is already a chamber of commerce between India and Brazil. So create a chamber of commerce for tech only. Don't step on the toes of the guys who are doing like broad business, like defense and uh, this kind of stuff, but create an organization of, you know, like tech between India and Brazil. And then in fact, it will be much easier to meet the boss of NASCOM of, or Mohandas Pai or whoever is big in tech in India with that way. Because if you call him and say, listen, I'm a young guy, I have a startup in India. He has this kind of calls, you know, like 10,000 times, not 10,000, but like 20 times per day. But if you say, hello, I'm the head of the organization of tech between India and Brazil, and we would like you to call you for a talk or something, he would be happy to talk. I would be happy to do it. And it costs nothing. Just buy a domain name, Indian Brazil Tech, you know, like uh, conclave dot, uh, you know, like, uh, you know, like uh, org. It costs, you know, like 400 rupees per year. Just on the website, you don't need to have a phone number. You don't need to have a office space or whatever. Just do that. And uh, yeah, you have, you know, like a network link and it's very powerful. Uh, you can create an event every year. So me, that's what I do with my, you know, like, uh, you know, like investor event. Okay, it's a very difficult to make events. It's, you know, like uh, 300 people, whatever. But you can start with something small, you know, like, you know, like, uh, uh, you know, like um, uh, a small event in your city, whatever, do some meetups. Uh, I think there is this new social uh, media called uh, uh, Clubhouse or something. Here. I know, like, do something here. You know, it's a passive, uh, passive uh, thing, you know. And uh, uh, one thing also very easy to have if you have a startup is to create a scientific council. Uh, what is a scientific council? If you want to hire people who are very high, you know, they will be very costly or whatever, but you can have something for free. You create a scientific council. So what it is, is you know, like, you create a, you have your board of directors, you have your board of investors, and you create a board, even if you don't have directors or investors so far, just your company is brand new. If let's say, you know, like you have a startup, you know, like in, a, you know, like agriculture, you do like drones for agriculture, risk everything. Create a scientific concept and reach to high guys and tell them, listen, I'm doing that. You're a big guy, you're former minister of agriculture in, you know, like uh, Uttar Pradesh or something. But you want to join my, you know, like uh, company, not as an employee. You won't be paid. You won't have anything. Just give me your name. You will be on my website and you will be something. And once a year, I'll send you everything I do in my company. And we have a call for 20 minutes and you give me your advice. Who will say no? Everyone will be happy to do it. I'm doing it for like 20 companies, you know, like, I mean, don't send me, you know, like thousands of messages on that, but everyone is happy to do, to do that, you know, like, and, you know, like help young startups. And it can give you know, like, basically it's a ego thing. People are happy to talk. That's what I'm doing right now. People are happy to you like to talk about their experience. People are happy to share. People are cool, 90% of them. So, uh, yeah, all these networks, you know, like are very easy. And uh, I had in the past uh, organization between India and Africa. Uh, I had a club, you know, like for women, in, uh, you know, like uh, in a strategy before. 
Uh, I, I did so many events. I even had at some point a gangster club in Paris. It was the goal. I had 100 members. Is to have the most dangerous guy of France. And so I had uh, uh, killers and gun dealers and everything. It was a crazy club. And many people till today I was 27 at this time. You know, like it's like uh, eight years ago. And still many people in Paris know me for this club because it was a very like tough club. Uh, it was like a gangster, gangster club. And uh, yeah. That's that's an easy way to uh, to do. Okay, uh, so one last question uh, before yeah. we actually hit it. Uh, so, uh, okay, uh, one second. I think there was a question when. Yeah, so I think Himanshu has asked a couple of questions which we have already answered. Uh, when we get like when you can start networking from a young age, but how can one maintain the uh, the network for a long run? I think that has been covered, or do you just want to cover it? No, yeah, that's, you know, like, the network, uh, it's, uh, it will be with you for life. Don't try to push it, like, you know, like, uh, every three months, send a random message to people, everything. If you have no interest, you have no interest. But I think it's fine. Even if you didn't talk for someone for 10 years, it's not your best friend, you know? You can come back to someone after 10 years and everything and say, hi, hey, you know, like, uh, school together or whatever i'm doing that right now if you're polite and everything it's fine and i think that's one of the few different between women and women men and women uh i think women are more scared and i don't know really why to talk to someone after some time you know like in the in these 10 years the the girl has been married got kids and you know like the girl will say oh uh, you never took you know like uh, my news who i was who was my baby and something it's fine it's a network, it's not friends, you know, like you can go to the person and everything. So my advice for ladies, you know, like, uh, it's fine, it's network, you know, like go there and don't think like this, don't be shy. Yeah. Got it. Uh, so uh, I think I have one last question for you. So uh, yeah. let's basically, you know, get this networking in terms of a startup. And uh, you are certainly, you know, very much aware about the whole startup ecosystem in India and how basically the whole process goes. Yeah. So when you're beginning and, you know, when you're just, let's say, uh, just building a startup and uh, there, are, there are basically certain things that you need to take care of. And uh, just like I said, basically, uh, one person is the face of a startup when you're beginning. So what should be the priorities? And, you know, because in the beginning, you are just looking for literally everything. You're looking to fundraise, you're looking to market, you're looking for uh, product market fit, you're looking to, uh, for a validation, you're looking for your first few customers. What should be the priority of, uh, you know, basically the order of priority in which you need to prioritize where you want to use that network for? Uh, create value. Create value. That's the main thing. Uh, raising funds, no. I don't know why so many people, like, the first thing they want to do is raise funds. It's not a raise fund because you have a great value and you need money to, you know, like, make it, uh, you know, like, happen. The first thing you need to know is, you know, like, know if your product or your service is good. I have some advice on people, you know, like basically take your first ID and confront it to people. Be trashed, be, you know, like ask people to be hard with your startup. Tell, tell you whatever is wrong in your team, wrong is your company, everything. Use the first thing is that, you know, like create value, everything. Private spend, you know, like I think eight years just to make a battery at the beginning, you know? And uh, then from there, we started to, you know, like uh, raise funds, everything and everything. But it, it's eight years of deep tech. Daval was running that for eight years. So it's not like, oh, we do a car and we start from there, you know, from, you know, like uh, Siddharth and Daval, you know, and, uh, you know, like uh, there for sure. 
And so the first thing is it's uh, the value. People start to forget that. CEOs spend their time with, you know, like their pitch deck uh, in their laptop, going to meetings, to meetings, to raise funds. That's, uh, you know, like the, the wrong way. Do a great product, people will come. Do networking, do a great product, and you will find your market. Great content. Uh, great. I think that's, that's a good uh, way to end this. I mean, that's, that's on a good note. So, and I'm also kind of so that I, just to make sure that it doesn't exceed one hour so that you know we don't cool cool yeah sure sure, sure. we can so, do it uh, next time no, no issue correct uh, thank you everyone for uh, turning in uh, thank you Ram for your time and sure I'm you can add your LinkedIn everything yeah <laughs> no problem right. or Instagram it's fine awesome thank you very much thanks everyone. for the call and namaskar bye guys